You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Michael, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. One hundred years before the story begins, it was a time of darkness in Transylvania. A time when Dr. Abraham Van Helsing and a small band of freedom fighters conspired to rid the world of vampires and monsters, and to save mankind from the forces of eternal evil. They blew it. Hi, and you're listening to the SoPro Podcast with the illustrious Michael K. Easton. And I'm Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. And tonight, I think we have a few more guests. Something's gone very, very wrong, or very, very right. It's like the dirty half dozen. So, gentlemen, please introduce yourselves. I'm Logan Vinoy. It's a pleasure to be back. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm Jared Lowe brother of one Jordan Lowe. And I'm Seth Offenberger, uh, disturbed by the sexy voice in the intro because that's my sister. <laughs> and my wife. <laughs> so we have a difference of opinion on that. <laughs> so we we are so popular, we have probably more guests right now than listeners. But, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I think you've gathered all, I play, I play all the listeners in one room. Twice. <laughs> Yeah, so everyone out there, if you listen to this, you'll probably end up being a guest at some point. So thank you, thank you. It happened to me. It could happen to you. <laughs> I'm glad all our listeners can join us tonight. <laughs> to, to paraphrase the flight of the Concords, you may have too many dorks on the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So uh, welcome all to this uh, Friday night. Tomorrow is Halloween, so this is our Halloween special. Oh, the ghosts and goblins are out tonight. If uh, Michael does his job right, we'll have this up for you people tomorrow. So what are we talking about? Halloween, damn it. <laughs> like, more specifically? Monsters! Ooh. The beasts, the creepy crawlers, the things that go bump in the night. Horror movies, yeah? Horror yeah. movies. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. We could get to the point. Yeah, I mean, we could just say what we're we're dancing about. around. <laughs> I thought we were talking about thriller. You know, so. <laughs> well, I was, I'm ready to do the dance. Yeah. So. I have had it on. I've had the Halloween radio on in the shop for the last three days. I've heard Thriller 74 times. Oh God! In the last three days, What's I'm thrillered out. <laughs> what is this thing you call a radio? What it's when you're not podcasting. You listen to something else. Oh. Um, how about the Monster Mash? Did you hear a lot of that? That about twice that amount. How about uh, the Ghostbuster thing? Pretty close, yeah. Is there any obscure one that you heard that was like, what the hell is this? The one I heard that reminded me of you was Fresh Prince and DJ Jazzy Jeff, uh, Nightmare on My Street. I'm very familiar with that song. I don't know if that was an officially licensed uh, Freddy (laughs) tie-in or if it was some sort of uh, obscure... Well, the Micopedia can tell you about that because... DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince in the Fat Boys were fighting for having the theme song to, I can't remember which nightmare it was, but anyway, uh, Fresh Prince actually lost the the Fat Boys. So it's not an official, like it wasn't on a soundtrack or anything? They just did a song about a movie they weren't involved in? The Fat Boys got it and they released the song as a single, if I remember my uh, history correctly. Wow, 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 wow. Okay. (laughs) 
so so pretty much what's what kind of uh got this together tonight going it was our um the nerdist website uh, another podcast is there uh, any other one such a thing uh, actually put out a, a a bracket of kind of uh, horror, famous horror movies um, up against each other. And we kind of had the idea to uh, go through said bracket and uh, fill it out ourselves and see what uh, winners and losers we came out with. So kind of like a fantasy football for horror films. Kind of, kind of, <laughs> yes. So they basically took like the 32 probably, I don't know, most popular or most famous horror movies, put them in a Sweet 16 kind of – or. March Madness sort of bracket, and they've had they've had people vote on them, but we're gonna ignore their votes and make our own. I'm a little I'm a little pissed about the setup though because they didn't put Hellraisers on there. I'm I was about to say it. that's my favorite, yeah. and I did not see it. Well, well, at, see that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna fill out their bracket, and then afterwards we're gonna talk about our own favorites. How if we all agree that there's one sucky one, we replace it with? One that you guys really like. <laughs> like we're all like that one's terrible. That could really start a fight. <laughs> we go off the approved bracket system. Oh. We could go into chaos. Oh man. So yeah. So afterwards, we'll fill out their picks, and then we'll tell you some of our favorites. Hopefully, maybe something obscure, maybe something you haven't seen, haven't even heard of, maybe. So by the end of this, you should have some some good movies to choose for your Halloween. Horror watching. And possibly some very bad but really good movies as well. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's some terrible ones on this list. But Michael will tell us about the terrible ones. <laughs> <laughs> All I gotta say is Dead Alive. Don't spoil the ending. Just saying. <laughs> that one's not on the bracket. We can yeah. be pretty safe. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so they broke it down into four categories. We've got the creatures, the slashers, the paranormal, and the zombies. What? Where do you want to start, guys? Well, you know the zombies are popular, so let's just knock that category right out. All right, first bracket in the zombie. They have Night of the Living Dead versus Dead Snow, which is the Norwegian film about zombie Nazis. I always say there's only one walking, living dead, whatever, and that's Night of the Living Dead by Romero. None of that Nazi Germany stuff. I've seen Dead Snow. I didn't care for it. it, Has anyone seen Dead Snow? I haven't. I I have not. I think I might have seen a preview for it, but that's about it. So pretty much by default, like the yes. most famous zombie movie ever made beats the one the one you're seeing. <laughs> I've seen it, but it's... Uh, I mean, we should go with that. That's the one that started the craze. So. Yeah, I say, there's only one dead, and that's Night of the Living Dead. <laughs> so no upset yet. <laughs> no, no, no so what, what would you tell someone who's like, oh, it's black and white, it's really slow, it's probably not even gory. That's some some good. Some millennial out there who doesn't get it, what would you tell them? Why should they watch Night of the Living Dead? Why, it's a commentary on society. <laughs> For the hipsters out there, anyway. Watch it ironically. <laughs> ironically. <laughs> All right, we have a pretty uh, substantial winner there. Uh, the next in that bracket is 28 Days Later versus Shaun of the Dead. Uh, that's easy for me. Shaun of the Dead's one of my favorite movies. So me too. I have to go with that. I like 28 Days, I like 28 Days Later a lot, but I don't, not much is better than Shaun of the Dead. Now, I think 
we have to cancel out 28 Days Later because there is controversy on are they really zombies? Uh, yeah, cause because it's, it's by a monkey. It's a virus. So. Yeah, it's the ra- like, it's a rage virus. <laughs> Damn monkeys. So in my book, I say that's not even a zombie. Well, book. there's not a monkey category on the bracket. So <laughs> they, uh, we had to put it in zombies. monkeys zombie. on there? Nope. <laughs> Sorry. Monkey shines. There's a monkey movie. Oh, oh, wow. oh man. <laughs> Digging deep into the vault. <laughs> Yeah, I like 28 Days Later, but I'll, uh, I, I'd say we go Sean. Sean the Dead. On the I agree. Yeah. Sean. Easy enough. Moving this on. So easy. We're going to be done <laughs> in like five <laughs> minutes. All right. Next is Dawn of the Dead oh. versus Resident Evil. Now, is it the original, original Dawn of the yeah, Dead? You gotta get, I, yeah, the, the logo on the site looked like the original well, yeah. Dawn. Yeah, so. that's my Although, favorite. I like the remake, too, but we'll yeah. go with the original. Yeah, the original. That's my favorite out of the whole series. Yeah. Even more so than Night of the Living Dead. So, I want that's my pick on that one. Now, Dawn of the Dead, that's where they're in the mall, Mall, right? yeah. 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 That's... I, I'm going to have to go with Dawn of the Dead because that does have a lot of social commentary on it. Yeah, when there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. Yeah. So. <laughs> so weren't you at a Comic-Con, Michael, one time? It was right in the Monroeville Mall uh, where they yeah, filmed the it? Mall. Yeah. In Pittsburgh? Yeah. I had no clue I was there until it was all over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a big they, tourist destination now. That mall, you can go see where it was actually it's filmed. It's totally different now. Yeah. It doesn't, it's not the same. Because when they were, actually, the con was across the street from the mall. And they were redoing the mall. They were yeah, in the process of renovating it's unrecognizable. And uh, But since then, I've enjoyed the food court, the food court many times there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so no love for Resident Evil, no Mila Jovovich fans? Nah, that's a video game movie. I mean, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Again, I don't think that they're zombies. They're like monsters. They're like, it's a T-1... Thousand virus or one hundred virus? I don't think. I don't know. I don't know. I think that's what Robert Patrick had in Terminator Two. <laughs> I don't remember John Connor being in that film. But we can go with that. You know, well, like, you know, on the uh, they retconned it. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah. Dawn of the Dead, classic, special, especially for our generation. Tom Savini's the man. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. So the final one in the zombie category, we have Reanimator versus Wreck. R E C. The Spanish movie. It's like short for record. Yeah. yeah. No habla español. So I don't know. I don't know. Uh, has I'm anyone going seen with, Wreck? I'm no. going to go with Logan on that one. I don't know. Wreck, yeah. uh, it, it's great. Uh, it's it, it, it inspired Quarantine. Did anyone see that one? It's, yeah. It's like an apartment building, and there's a news crew. It's like a found footage thing. And they go up, and there's it's again, it's sort of like zombies, but not really. Quarantine is almost a shot-for-shot shot remake, but it's terrible. Oh. I don't know why. Like, the original is so good. It's really tense. Like, they use the, the found footage. They use the camera because it's a news crew. So you're following a reporter and a cameraman. So mm. there's a good reason for them to have a camera. And just, it's it's ten times better, but they, they make it almost shot-for-shot. For, shot. For, for some reason, the Americans screwed it up. So Quarantine I didn't like very much, but I, I really love Record. Reanimator? Reanimator. I know I've... I've seen it many, many years ago. Yeah, I, I like Reanimator just because the whole premise is so freaking nuts. Like, it is kind of the the uh, guy that's the main evil scientist. He's so freaking over the top. It's it, it's got that whole cheese factor. So that bad, it's good. Yeah, and it's uh, yeah, based on the H.P. Lovecraft short story about yeah. bringing dead bodies back to life with a mysterious uh, green goo. Ooh. 
think Jordan's done his homework. Yeah. <laughs> I know what he did all week. <laughs> He's got his own business. So does Mike. They just hang out together. What, what do you say, uh, Mr. I, Seth? I have not seen either movie, so. Really? Yeah. Seth, Seth is abstaining? Movie. Have, I don't want to vote if I haven't seen it. Have you seen Reanimator? I, again, it was a long time ago. I, I liked it when I saw it, but it was kind of the cheesy cult classic kind of thing. Now, the, the big question is, in Wreck, uh, the monsters, do they have subtitles? <laughs> I don't like the groans and yeah. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Movies are supposed to be fun. I don't want to read. <laughs> I hate trying to explain to people why subtitles are okay. <laughs> well, it's interesting because it is it, it's shot in Spain, so there's a there's kind of a religious element to it. There's a lot of Catholicism and symbolism that they think it's a possessed, you know, there are priests in there who think it's possession versus the scientists who think it's something, you know, uh, like a virus or something. So there's a lot, of, at the end, there's a lot left up in the air of what, is it really spiritual or is it scientific? So once again, we're back to science versus religion. I think Jordan convinced me to go out and watch this movie. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I kind of want to go see it now. now. That's, uh, well, who votes for Jordan? Say I. If you haven't seen it, I mean, we can't. Yeah. Well. See, see, Senor Jordan? <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody's going to trust you through the first yeah. round here. We'll, yeah, we'll go. Gonna, yeah, sure. Yeah, well, it has to go up against Dawn of the Dead on the next one. So right. whatever right. we pick's going to oh, lose. Yeah. We know what's going to win there. Yeah. Yeah. pick for one yeah, round. Yeah, sure, sure. Adios, yes. amigos. <laughs> that is my recommendation. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the zombie bracket, so where do you want to move to next? Uh, let's go to Slashers. Slashers. The classic horror. I gotta say, this is not my strong point. I, I'm not, I was never a big slasher movie fan. Like all those 80 movies. I, there's a lot of them I haven't seen. I didn't think I was, but as I went through the list, I think I've seen all of them. I will have to put one sound effect, one sound effect in for the Slashers, because you know of the... <laughs> Or what's the uh, the, the Jason Psycho. noise? Which goes right into Jaws. We'll start at the bottom of this round because the the first one in the bracket is almost is a very difficult choice. Very, so, very tough. So we'll start at the bottom: The Shining versus Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <sighs> now, I, I assume this is the original Texas yes. Chainsaw. Yeah. Yes. Not the Not one with Renee Zeller. Right. Or the one with Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. All right, all right. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I choose The Shining. I, I'm a Stephen King fan anyway. I love the book. read it multiple times in the movie. Jack Nicholson kills it as... Uh, There's the little great, girls. The uh, guy losing his mind in the hotel. It's weird to call him a slasher, though. It's, yeah. that, that does not quite fit the, the category. It's <laughs> <laughs> a very literal category. He's, die, nor die! <laughs> I didn't see The Shining until about a year ago or so, I hate to admit, but uh, I watched it late at night in my house, and it genuinely creeped me out, so I'm going to go with The Shining on this one. Oh, man, you guys put me up on that. Uh, <laughs> I like Texas Chainsaw Massacre because it's more of a horror film to me because the woman's survival when it gets really weird with the family and the blood and stuff, and yeah, when she licks the old... Versus finger, I'm like, Ugh, that's not right. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I go to Texas. It's a classic slasher, I think. Two um, versus two, so far. Well, it's, it's funny because it's going to be a tie because I'm going to go with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre <laughs> because I saw Shining when I was way too young to even freaking understand it. Yeah. Thanks to my mother. Thanks, <laughs> uh, but I do remember watching um, 
Texas Chainsaw Massacre and being completely creeped out by the whole putting the the people in the food and stuff, and it just that was. Now is that uh, loosely based off of? Is it Ed Gein? Like a true story off of? It was one of those guys in the town nowhere where he cooked up people and stuff. Oh, well, Dahmer. Eventually I know it's did, based on a true story. But... Now, if you just eat veggie dogs, you get. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. That was messed up. Human DNA and like the yeah. yeah vegetarian dogs. So how do we break the tie? I, yeah, I would I would vote Shining as a better film. Like yeah. it's it's a better. Yeah. Stanley Kubrick. Stanley Kubrick. But yeah. I'm not so like I could go either way. Leatherface versus somebody's dad. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah, Chainsaw is definitely more the it's classic the slasher film. Yeah, so. the underdog was put together. I would say like, just and, because of the category. Yeah. You have to Give, uh, yeah, I, I would. I would technically vote for The Shining, but yeah, Texas Chainsaw. I wouldn't vote and against it. Is a chainsaw really a, a knife? You know, you're talking about slashing. How do you slash? You won. Don't argue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really Leave it alone. Just <laughs> playing devil's advocate. Well, remember, we gave this one to you. <laughs> yeah. So you guys owe us. What? One half of the table versus the other here. All right. Next one would be Candyman versus Audition, the Japanese horror movie. What was the first one? Candyman. Say it one more time. I'm not <laughs> going to. You can't make me. Any strong I opinions th- on either of these? A, this is a contest. I haven't seen Audition, but I don't. It's Candyman. Yeah. I mean, as a you know, probably 12 or 13 year old, this was this was the movie that Halloween. Candyman. I mean, Audition. It's one of those ones that gets a lot of critics. Picks. It's it's, it's a very clean audition. audition. It's about a. Uh, it's it's. I haven't seen it. Has anyone here seen it? No, I don't remember seeing it. It's Japanese. That's yeah, it's uh, it's a lonely guy puts out an ad uh, for an audition for a movie that doesn't exist, trying to meet a girlfriend, and he auditions women like for an acting role. There's other websites that do. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently, like for the first half hour or whatever, it's kind of a, a sad romantic creepy kind of thing and then it turns into she, he picks the wrong woman and she goes to town torturing him with piano wire and terrible terrible stuff so it's it's one of those psychological but super gory kind of movies i mean it's it's really critically acclaimed it's just not something i would want to sit through it's not i i, I wouldn't i don't like what you know, those torture mm, films torture so. porn yeah uh, I, I will go on record <laughs> as saying realistic horror films are the one that creep me out the most like I love like crazy ass horror films, but realistic horror, I completely ugh, no, I don't like. Yeah, it. that could really happen to you, Michael. Yeah, so exactly. <laughs> My imagination already goes into some very strange corners. Here at Cinepro Comics, we're having an audition next week for the next podcast. Young women, the age of eighteen to twenty-five, please show up. You could be the new intro. Yeah. And I, please, please. <laughs> So are we going with uh, Candyman? I think by Candy default, Man. does yeah, anyone yeah, have any? That's fine. Any? Everybody really love Candyman or? I really like coolest name a, ever for a horror movie. Yeah. As a kid, <laughs> it had several sequels, didn't it? It, it, yeah, it kind of became yeah. a franchise. But yeah. the first one was obviously the right. one. All right, the next in the slasher category, we have Friday the Thirteenth versus Psycho, Ooh, Alfred Hitchcock classic. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't vote against Alfred Hitchcock. Psycho. Yeah, I, I gotta go with Psycho too on that one. Really? That yeah. surprises me. I, I'll stick up a little bit for Friday the 13th one. Kevin Bacon. Okay. 
As in cheeseburgers, like our like movies. Anytime you add bacon, it's good. Uh, also, one of the great uh, like jump scares at the end of that movie, you know, in the lake. Yeah, all time classic yeah. jump scares. Maybe one of the best endings of any movie, yeah. let alone a horror movie. So yeah. I'll, I'll stick up for that one a little bit, but I mean, I'm not a you know, Psycho is a classic, so I can't, I can't go against it. I think Psycho is kind of the one. Uh, would you credit it as kind of? Creating, the creating, yeah, yeah well, a yeah, lot of these, the first yeah, slasher, the inspiration, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna go with Psycho too. As much as I like Friday the 13th, and a few of my buddies are probably gonna kick my head in tomorrow night when they hear the <laughs> podcast about it. But Psycho is just really, really good quality put together. Friday the 13th, I think, has some loose strings. One, you don't really see the killer; you think it's Jason the whole time, but instead, it's his mom, and she does a weird Damn dialogue. It, you oh, like who hasn't seen? It? But then she yeah. goes, Mommy, they weren't wise. Huh, huh, huh. And I'm like, Spoiler, that reminds anyone me. hasn't seen this movie since 1978. Or <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it just gets a little bit too wayward off there on that part. But Psycho, they use chocolate for blood. I mean, what's wrong with that? Ooh, yeah, because the first... delicious. Yeah. Too full of candy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the first Friday the 13th isn't really that iconic. There's no hockey mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's sort no, of it's, it's sort of an, an outlier. It's 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 not quite the when you think Friday the Thirteenth or Jason. It's not the quintessential. Uh, it's just the music, yeah. the music. That's it. Mm-hmm. From that's the takeaway on that. Okay. okay. So Psycho. Now the biggie. And the number one in that bracket is Halloween versus Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Well, I, I remember seeing both of these as a youth, but the first one I first horror movie I ever saw was at a relative's house, and I. Walked back, and the teenagers were back there watching Halloween, and and I went in and just sat down with them, and it was like, it's basically the worst experience of my life. (laughs) It scares the bejesus out of me. That's funny. I have a similar experience. You know, we didn't watch a lot of slasher movies growing up, but uh, the first one I saw was sixth grade, a friend's birthday party. It's actually Mr. Barnes' current brother-in-law. It was at his uh, birthday party, rented a bunch of slasher flicks, one of them was like Halloween. I think it was three or four. It was one Not of the bad. Yeah, it was one three. of the bad sequels. It was like the first <laughs> slasher movie I ever saw. Probably scarred me, but uh, I think I'll go with Halloween on this. On this one. <laughs> well, I'm obviously gonna go with Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. There is nothing better than when the blonde-haired chick gets killed and goes up the freaking <laughs> wall, and then there's yeah. blood everywhere. <laughs> And Freddie, you can root for. Like, Mike Myers, like, dude, you should have just got a pair and, like, stuck up for yourself at one point in time. But Freddie, you're always like, yeah, yeah, get him, Freddie, get him. Kill him. <laughs> but also Johnny Depp. Come on, Also man. Johnny Depp. Yeah. <laughs> I'll but give that, Freddie tips. I like Freddie. That's the last movie I really like Johnny Depp in. Oh. <laughs> the first and last. <laughs> Wait, did, what was your vote, Seth? You said uh, it, I just <laughs> said I was scared. It was a t- you said it was a terrible but, uh, experience. Yeah, but I don't know. Honestly, I would have to pick uh, Nightmare on Elm Street as my pick. I, again, this one I picked Halloween just because it is kind of the quintessential, you know, the lone slasher, the the girl at home babysitting. Like you're a big John Carpenter fan. Too. And I love oh, yeah, I yeah, love John yeah. Carpenter. The score is a classic. So. I picked Halloween, but I could easily go. Oh, that's, a tough, that's a tough match. That's a tough match on the keyboard. <laughs> yeah, they, like, Halloween theme. So yeah, that's, they made that's that one like really, really tricky. Because some of the other ones, you know, you're like, that one's obviously gonna be the winner. But that right there. That yeah, was I was already complaining about this bracket. It should have been weighted differently. Like the 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 seeding. We have like the yeah, seeds. Like the number one are playing the number two seeds here. It's all screwed up. So, I, Nerdist, 
if you're listening, and I know you are, <laughs> fix your bracket. <laughs> Come on, Hardwick. <laughs> All right, that does it for the slasher bracket. We're going to go paranormal or creatures. Ooh. Uh, let's save creatures for last. Okay. Yeah. Do the paranormal. So for paranormal, we have the Blair Witch Project Ooh. versus The Conjuring. I'm yeah. sorry, both of these are crap. Yeah, if somebody could remind me what The Conjuring <laughs> is, because I don't remember which, which one that I is. I don't remember The Conjuring, but I did go watch The Blair Witch Project in the theater, and I thought watching it you know, on the screen, it was, at that time of that popularity, it was pretty freaking cool. Now, did you fall for all the hype around it? Like, Did you go out in the woods looking? Like, Did you think it was real found footage, or did you... I mean. Because there are a lot of people fell for the whole marketing scheme. Of oh, my God, there's someone standing in the corner. <laughs> yeah, this is like the original found footage. Film. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it really kind yeah. of started it, that it was, whole genre. Yeah. And I, I remember seeing it as much as it really is kind of a joke now. I remember, you know, when that guy is standing in the corner facing the wall at the end, I, I was like, okay, that was worth it. It was good. I, you know, and compared to The Conjuring, which is... Any of a hundred movies mm-hmm. in the last yeah. five years. Is that the one with what Patrick Wilson? Yeah, and paranormal investigators Ed and Lorraine Warren worked to help a family terrorized by a dark presence in their farmhouse from Whoa. IMDb. Oh, right yeah. off the top of your brain. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, actually, <laughs> that's the one based on a true story as well. Yeah, like the, that the is actually really good. Like, because I just watched that not too long ago. I, it got good reviews. I haven't seen. Yeah, that. it's that, it was yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. I so, just me personally I didn't see Blair Witch till it was on home video like a year or more later and I'd already kind of heard the ending, I knew all the stuff. So like when I watched it I was really let down because I expected so much more after all the hype. So when I first watched it I was like, eh, that wasn't worth it." But I I, I definitely respect this place and yeah. kind of starting all yeah, this. Yeah, some of these you have to base it on when they came out, what kind of effect it had. And that was Blair Witch was huge. And like I said, I saw it, and at the time, it was a big deal. Yeah, because I, rem- I remember the camera dropping at yeah. the end. It does like, not hold up. <laughs> no. But yeah, at that time, I, it's, I got, it's got to make it one round past the conjuring. I mean, even, yeah, we get two or three found footage movies every year, and most of them are terrible. Right. But that one started. They, it, so. they pulled it off. Yeah. I mean, come okay. on, snot. Okay. It, it's the <laughs> real world, world of that genre. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's, that's probably horrific. one. That, yeah, the scene of her talking to the camera is probably one of the most famous it's scenes of horror. It's very iconic, and it, and it you know they still people try to repeat that and don't yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah, Blair Witch, go Blair Witch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it will, yeah, no, yeah, it will get no further. <laughs> All right, next we have The Ring. We're talking the American remake versus Paranormal Activity. Oh, oh lamps flying around. Yeah, yeah. Now, the same. I think like Blair we Witch. Get a ring on that yeah, one. Paranormal Activity yeah. has you know is a direct descendant of Blair Witch. Yeah, yeah. But kind of for the digital age, you know, we've got laptops and digital cameras. Like the bastard cousin. Yeah. It's the cousin who had all the really cool toys. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? I, could, I wasn't even looking. I could feel the stairs coming. Silver hops. <laughs> so whereas the ring's Kelly very... <laughs> the ring's totally analog. We're talking VHS tape. So we have VHS versus digital here. What's, what's our pick? Digital sucks. <laughs> uh, I, I like the premise of the ring, like, Concept, yeah. It, so I'm gonna go with the ring. I say ring. Yeah, I yeah. gotta pick the ring. I I liked Paranormal Activity, maybe one watch, but I, it's not something I'd watch again. Yeah. I mean, it was a decent, a few decent or four jumps times. And scares, yeah. 
over. Or I think what is eight slightly, coming out? Yeah. Or? Yeah, yeah, I think it's, there's one that just came out, right? Well, I think it's yeah. like they're offshoots now. They're like uh, derivatives yeah. of derivatives or yeah. whatever. Where is that lamp now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the other I give credit to to Blair Witch. Like these were actual film. You know, they were lugging a camera through the woods. There's some real difficulty there. Paranormal, paranormal activity. They're cranking one out a year. Set in a house, like there's not, there's not a lot the of security cameras. Yeah, yeah. Less. So the the degree of difficulty is way less. I know we're not comparing those two, but I am. again, more point more <laughs> points for Blair. Wade. We can use whatever criteria we want. Yeah, take that. <laughs> All right, so we're going next is the Exorcist Ooh. versus the Omen. Ooh. So we have two creepy kids. Two classics. Yeah. I think the original Exorcist still yeah. holds up to this day. It's if still you watch good. it, still good. I still can't yeah. eat pea soup. Barry <laughs> say the green slime. Yeah, yeah. That's another one I have never never really watched until recently, and I went into it thinking like, ah, this thing is way overhyped. It's not going to be that bad, and it was genuinely creepy. So yeah, I'll very go with creepy. Exorcist mm-hmm. Have you ever seen? Is it in the uh, outtakes the um, the spider walk scene where she like walks backward? That that's mm-hmm. messed up to this day. <laughs> Great exercise, though. <laughs> yeah, how did they pull that off? I don't know. <laughs> Any love for the Omen? I mean, we got Damien and the, the Dobermans, and I, I like it, back. but I don't feel like it holds like up it. as well as the, <laughs> the impalement. <laughs> I remember when I was little, I'd seen that, and my mom's like, "There's a reason you're an only child." I was like, "I, I didn't do nothing, man." Like, I, was, I think it was on like TMC or Turner Classics, and I was maybe like. Eight years old, and it just stuck in my mind. Just that dude, just <laughs> right through. <him. laughs> I looked at mom like, "What just happened there?" Yeah, I love so, me some uh, Gregory Peck, but The Exorcist. That's that's to this day, you watch it, you get creeped out really easily. All right, so the last one in the paranormal category, we have The Craft versus Carrie. Lots of teenage angst. I was about ready to say. Uh, that was like a one-punch fight on that bracket right there, and yeah. I'm going to give it to Carrie. Yeah, pig's blood for the win. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I would like to mention I did like the craft because that was during my hormonal stage. It's about so to say, because in short skirts. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah, the craft. I mean, <laughs> for about for say, school ball. girl uniforms, <laughs> detention for you. Right? But, That's a different bracket, Mike. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But, yes, I will say Carrie takes it. Though. Carrie. You can't just nod, it's radio. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I it's live. We got Axel Rose over here. <laughs> I mean, I, I remember watching the craft, but I don't remember anything about it, so it carries an I easy do. win there. Light, light as a feather or something. <laughs> oh, it's in the bank. <laughs> All right, so we'll move to the creature category. And again, the top one in here is the one that's killing me. Yeah, this so is... we'll start at the bottom. We have the Babadook. Versus Predator. <laughs> predator. Which, which you know, Predator is a creature classic. One ugly. <laughs> Just came out very recently, but it's getting a lot of critical acclaim. Has anyone seen it? I have, yeah, I haven't got a chance to watch it yet, but I've heard it's really good. We should, just nope. all... We should all be ashamed, basically. Because <laughs> yeah, I mean... It's out there to watch, and it did get a lot of acclaim, but... And Here we are. Children's books. I don't know. I think we need a few more people that have seen these movies on this yeah. panel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You think well, we need like and even ten people? Really yeah. done. <laughs> I gotta go with Predator, Schwarzenegger, Carl Weathers, Jesse's Body Ventura. You know, muscle mass alone. Well, it's, uh, yeah, and see, that's the thing that hurts the film. I think is that you get the names like that, and it's like you know, cheesy lines. 
But you got to realize oh, that's that, the best part. Well, yeah, but what makes it scary is one, it's you're being hunted, and there is no like we don't have any other you know things that kill humans. So that's pretty cool. But also too, like that thermal imaging, that's what freaks me out. <laughs> There's no stopping. Damn it! I already screwed the line up. Never mind. <laughs> There's no stopping that. Damn it! Moving on. <laughs> so if it can bleed, we can kill it. Is that the one? Uh, it's, yeah. it's actually it's from Ice Cube, the Predator album. But it's oh. pre- it's, it's from Predator Two. Please continue. I've screwed this up. Uh, our, yeah. our next bracket will be a '90s hip hop album. So we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> you have the Chronic in the building. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I mean, Predators had a very long life. I don't know, Predator 2 is a little iffy, but it's lived on in comics and novels and crossovers with the Alien movies. I mean, the Predator is a pop culture phenomenon, so... Let's let it ride. Yeah, even if the Babadook is a great movie, which none of us can vouch for, yeah. you gotta go Predator, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, the next one we have The Descent versus Attack the Block. I love Attack the Block. You're gonna yes. see... What's that? I don't remember the guy's name, but he's gonna be in the new Star Wars. John uh, Boyega. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was... He's the... He's the British actor gonna be in the new Star Wars. He's the Stormtrooper. Yeah. Finn. 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 Now, describe Attack of the Block, because I don't know if I've seen that or Attack not. Attack the Block, it's a British movie. Um, it's... It's kind of these South London thugs. Southies, I think they're called. And they're a bunch of, you know, t- kids, really. Young teenagers. But they're hoodlums. They... they they mug people and steal cars and things. And there's in the middle of an alien invasion. Okay. So yeah. they have to, you know, these aliens are attacking their block, and they have to, you know, stand up for their neighborhood. It was one of my favorite movies, whatever year it came out, 2010, 2011, something like that. I thought it was incredible. Hmm. What was the other one? The Descent. Uh, it's like the women go down cave diving, and there's yeah, cave underground diving. monsters. I didn't care for that very much. I saw a little bit of it, and I was like, eh, whatever. So... I really like to attack the block, so that's my bet. Sure. I, I'll yeah. let it slide. Yeah, if there's one movie on this list I recommend, it's definitely Attack the Block. Because it's, it's kind of, it was low budget, but like the monsters look really good. Like I'm sure there was some CGI and some practical stuff, but it, it was really hard to tell. And uh, the acting was good, and it had a lot of like social commentary as well. Like talking about poverty and, and class and race and... All wrapped up in a cool sci-fi story. And Nick Frost was involved, uh, the famous Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Mm-hmm. He was kind of the, the, the drug dealer with a, a safe room where he kept his marijuana. So like, they all tried to hide in the safe room at the top of his apartment. So. Sounds like a really good film, right, right. <laughs> If you can decipher the accents, you might need to have closed captioning because it's almost a foreign language they're talking. Yeah, definitely a lot of slang probably in that. All right, the next one we have The Birds. Another Alfred Hitchcock Ooh. versus Nosferatu. Oh, silent, man. silent film uh, from the twenties. Yeah. Gotta go with Nosferatu. It's the original vampire. Yeah, that and, it, uh, and it's still freaking creepy. It is. <laughs> it that, is that, one hold, that definitely holds up. I mean, that, my God, you know, for as old as that film is, it, yeah, I, the mood of that—it's just yeah, it's yeah, super creepy. I mean, it was, had to be the first horror movie, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. So I mean, it's yeah, I, I gotta go. With I mean, the birds just make me afraid of getting shit on. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, no. you know, ah, it's in my eye, ah. But well, Nosferatu. What would you even do now? There's like no phone booths to hide in. Right, right. Uh, no. You'd be like, people would be using their iPads to like avoid bird, bird shit. So it's time for a remake, you're saying? No, no. <laughs> no, no. Classic movie. I give it props, but. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's... Nosferatu on that one. 
All right, just for historical, not just historical, but it's just creepy, it still yeah. holds up. The, the vampire creepy. makeup, you know. Yeah. yeah. Even if you take that creature and do him now exactly like he looked then, it's still creepy as hell. No teenage girl would have a crush on him. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. And then they made that creepy movie with Willem Dafoe yes. where he played, like, it was about, like, them making like that movie. Re- and he's a real life yeah. Yeah. Tire, That was a good one, too. What was that called? That was really good. I don't know. Oh, that sounds something, that sounds something like that. That's yeah, what yeah. I was thinking of too. Shadow of the Vampire is the one with uh, what's his face, John Malcolm or something. Malkovich. Yeah, yeah he was the yeah. director, I think. Wasn't yeah, he? yeah. That's the, that's the movie. Yeah, yeah. That is. Yeah. Yes. Oh, we got it. Learn new things every day. That's what we're here for on the SoPro podcast. Yeah. <laughs> every week. All right. So the final one of our first round, Jaws versus Alien. Oh. Wow. How do you pick? Dun-dun. How do you get them? Put up against each other. Yeah, exactly. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> oh, man. One's sci-fi and one's on Earth, but both of the creatures that kill everybody you don't see much of, and that's where the suspense is. That's what Alien... It's basically a horror movie in space. Like It's not a pure yeah, horror right. movie. It's not a pure sci-fi yeah, movie. I'm surprised it's... they didn't put Jurassic Park on this bracket because, I mean, that's a horror film, too, in a way. But or it's the just... Event Horizon. I think that's yeah, still a yeah. good one. Yeah. But, I don't, man, on that one, you're talking about a creepy sci-fi creature killing off space marines, and then basically a big fish biting into boats and tugging people Well, actually, water. in the first one, it was, these guys weren't, like, big superhero. Right. They were, like, blue-collar yeah. people, which oh, I yeah, really yeah. love. Yeah, that came later in, like, yeah. Aliens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll go with Jaws, um, just because it was the best of those films. I think that was a game-changer. And also, Alien... Other than the the big famous scene with you know the thing popping out of the, out of the guy's oh, stomach, baby, yeah. <laughs> Other than that, I think Aliens is a better movie. Now the- I would, that I'll just take it from there. I was going to say that basically because I pick Aliens over Alien, I'm going to pick Jaws. Right, I, Jaws yeah. is great. I prefer Aliens to Alien. If we're just Jaws. going one movie to one movie, right. yeah. not the franchise, right. yeah. I'm going to say Jaws on that one because it made me like want to stay out of pools even. <laughs> Just like you jump into a swimming pool, you're like, oh shit, there's a shark there somewhere, you know what I mean? So, let alone go into the ocean. I had two movie posters on my wall when I was in high school. One was Charlton Heston, Planet of the Apes. Very one, false. one was Jaws. <laughs> so I'm going to have to go with Jaws here. And I, you know, thinking about Jaws, like you could, you could read Jaws as a slasher film, right? I mean, it, it's this unseen, oh, yeah. unstoppable force. It's just picking people off left and right. You know, our hero has to confront them in an enclosed place. It, it's it, it's it, yeah. It could be a slasher film, but you know, it's a fish. <laughs> but it is a fish. I, I want to pick aliens, but I, I will. Yeah, so do I. It's not the pick. It's yeah, alien. alien. I, I know. Alien. Yeah. Well, I was just, I just keep thinking of that scene where the alien rips up through the guy's chest, and I remember that. It's an amazing scene. Yeah. Oh. When they filmed that, actually, um, none of the actors really. They didn't rehearse it. They didn't know what was coming. So the reaction is very Can't real. The reaction of getting sprayed in the face with yeah. yes. chest blood. Yeah. Not to mention the jerry curls that were, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, I'll go with Jaws because it started a lot of imitations. Like, it's another one of those films that started that whole genre. Well, I, I won't say it started it, but it restarted that genre of, like, crazy-ass animals or, you know. Who are we kidding? Jaws is going to go deep, so... Very yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was the first summer blockbuster. That that yes, it changed movies. It changed how studios market movies, how they how they pitch movies. You know, it's Steven Spielberg. How pianos were tuned. <laughs> 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 I mean, yeah. 
Plus Robert Shaw. Come on. <coughs> yeah, Quint tight. on the boat. Yeah, we're the USS Indianapolis. Like dolls' eyes. The eyes <laughs> roll back and they turn all white. All right, so that's the first round there. Okay. So uh, we can kind of, it might get more complicated, make it easier. I don't know. So let's go back to zombies. So now we have Dawn of the Dead versus Wreck. Dawn of the Dead, yeah. That yeah. One we already, yeah, we yeah. already kind of decided that yeah. one. Uh, no more charity. <laughs> Night of the Living Dead versus Shaun of the Dead. Oh, wow. Shaun so, of the Dead. Uh, so the Night original versus... I know there's going to be a fight on this one, so I'm, yeah. I'm blatantly laying down Shaun of the I'm Dead. S- I'm sticking to Night of the Living movie. Dead. I'm going up the river to Pittsburgh. <laughs> I, I think I Night, love Edgar Wright. I think Night of the Living Dead because Shaun of the Living, Living Dead has comedy in it. And it's not a tr- To me, Shaun of the Dead is a cool film, but it's not a true horror film. Now, that's what made me love it the first time I saw it, because yeah. I thought it was just all comedy. Then you get an hour into it, and like it gets really creepy. Like the the yeah. final stand at the, yeah. at the bar. Like there's an actual horror going on. It's not just a parody. It's not like the scary movie franchise. It's not just silly comedy. There's actual horror going on. So as yeah, as much as I love Night of the Living Dead, and I know how important it is, I, I'll rewatch Shaun of the Dead any night of the week. So yeah, you have. Yeah. <laughs> if it's on TV, I'll watch it. Yeah, that's what. Whenever I try to compare things like that, is am I going to watch it again? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Uh, well, let's hear some other votes before we argue too hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with Sean. Yeah, I, I agree. The re- rewatchability factor is big. Oh man, it's all right. I understand. That one went to so that was last last second on that one. <laughs> That was four to two. We didn't have to have any kind of tiebreaker yeah, or anything. Yeah, went to the judge's decision I on mean, that one. I mean, no one is saying Night of the Living Dead's a bad movie, but no, because without it, Sean wouldn't exist. So I mean, yeah, that's about what he said. All right, so let's just go. Sean of the, now we're Sean of the Dead versus Dawn of the Dead. Well, Similar Dawn of argument. the Dead definitely gets Sean of the Dead on that <laughs> now one. We're we're skipping to the next. Well, round we'll just finish yeah, because we're, we're having the, the same. Yeah. yeah, okay. So Dawn of the Dead and Philly, in my opinion, because. I mean that—that's hard to be that. The original Dawn of the Dead. That's my favorite. I have the same argument. I don't uh, know. Shawn, I'd just rather rewatch Shaun of the Dead I for agree. the fiftieth time. We're a block over here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's oh blue versus red. Which pill you want? To the blue microphone is staunch Shawn supporters. I gotta say Dawn of the Dead too. Just again because of all the layers in that film. To me, it just has so many layers to it that it makes you. So maybe you can pick apart. Um, which I don't feel is the case with Shaun of the Dead. How has it aged? Do you ha- does it show any age? Well, that's the problem. I don't think it's held up as well as I would like the it to. They're very gray face zombies. Like yeah. A, I mean, the, I the mean, effects are good, but I don't know that the... And it's really cheesy, just like the helicopter... Or wait a minute, I'm thinking of the yeah. sequel. Yeah, yeah. Oh! I just jumped the shark. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the reason why it's I like Dawn of the Dead is, yeah, it's, it's gory, this and that. But you got to realize they're in a mall, and culturally at the time, the 70s, that was a big thing going on. And even nowadays, we got Christmas coming on the way. But consumerism. Consumer, that's, man, you took a, a thought right out of my, my brain. <laughs> I'm in your head, man! My <laughs> but uh, it's weird because you'd think when you're in a mall that you have all these amenities in the world, but in truth, you're just empty in the inside. Because well, as a teenager, you know, when we were growing up, what did you want to do? You wanted to go to the mall and hang out. That's where all the cool kids, you know, that's what they did. Yeah, when and I was like eight years old, I'd go to the arcade, have a few cigarettes, and play Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <and stuff. laughs> what? What? What's wrong with that? <laughs> but if 
you're a broke-ass kid like me, you never got to go to the mall unless it was, you know, on a best-case scenario with your dad on the weekend. So, but, and then watching a movie like that, you see that, you know, there's you're like, well, good, there's zombies there anyway. (laughs) 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 So, I I don't know. It's just, I, I, I still say Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead. Cliff. It's my favorite. Break it. I got to go with Sean. Oh. Argument over. (laughs) You need to move over to that side. (laughs) Got to go with Sean. So we're, what, we're again four, yeah, four to four two? Four to two. Four to two. Again, I, I won't say a bad word about Dawn of the Dead. No. Four to two. All right, so the winner out of the zombies is Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead comes out of that bracket. Oh, my goodness. All right, so in the paranormal bracket, we've got Blair Witch versus The Ring. Mm. I'll go with Blair Witch on that. Again, not neither. Yeah, neither are my favorite movies. So I'll give it. I'll give it. Of course, The Ring influenced how many imitators right. after that yeah, they, too. They both were original. Yeah. in their genre, but I don't I, think it matters. I, They're I both going yeah. either one's going to get wiped out the next round. So <laughs> yeah, right. I, I'll I, I also go with Blair Witch. Blair Witch. Yeah, same here. So. Sure. But again, The Ring was a remake of a Japanese movie. Mm. So yeah, original as it was, it was still a remake. Where Blair Witch, there was nothing like it at the time. So, Blair Witch. All right. Now we've got The Exorcist versus Carrie. Oh, man. Mm. I'm going to go with The Exorcist. Yeah. Very similar time period there. Yeah. When these were made. Um, i got to go with The Exorcist. Yeah. The Exorcist. We have a consensus on that one. Agreed. So, I think I know Exorcist versus Blair Witch. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Let's just go... Exorcist. And can I also say, if I already had my bracket filled out, and if this was March Madness, I'd be winning the office pool, because <laughs> <laughs> these, these were both in my final four. <laughs> All right, Slashers, Nightmare on Elm Street versus Psycho. Nightmare oh, on Elm Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, I hate to knock Psycho, but Nightmare on Elm Street. Because it, it's a franchise, you know? Like yeah, but so is Psycho. Yeah, there was Psycho. There, they were never as good as the... Mm-hmm. Like, there's... <sighs> To me, like Psycho, only the first one was good. Yeah, Vince Where, Vaughn is in a Psycho movie. Never been on Elm Street. We're not comparing. <laughs> this, uh, I, was, I was ready for a tangent there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, I gotta go with Nightmare on Elm Street because just Robert England's performance in that was so much more creepier than the Psycho's character because he added this sadistic humor to it that was... He enjoyed what he was doing. Norman Bates was kind of like, well, Mom, I did it. Oh, my goodness, Mommy. You know, it's just kind of... But Freddie, on the other hand, is like, ooh, let me get a taste of that. <laughs> <laughs> Too far. <Yeah. laughs> I, personally, I'd say Psycho because I'm not a huge 80s slasher fan. But I, I wouldn't argue against it because yeah, Nightmare is a fine choice. I, I, I like Alfred Hitchcock movies, but Psycho is not one of my favorites. And I, I did, as far as horror films go, which I'm not a, actually a huge fan of, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street is up there. So I'd go with that. I'm willing to allow it. I say Freddy just because he has that cool song the girl sings. There's a song. Yeah, you remember the well, song? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Two, yeah. <laughs> I would sing it, but I want to screw it up. <laughs> All right, the other one we have Candyman versus Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh-huh. I, I would oh. go with Texas Chainsaw Massacre because 
I like Candyman. It was cool, but I still think Texas Chainsaw Massacre was way creepier. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go Texas myself. Don't I'll, mess with Texas. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say Candyman. Nope. I'll be the oddball. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I always liked that movie as a, as a kid. Kind of <clears throat> different. My, my vote's for Texas on this one. What are we at? What's the, what's the count here? I don't think it matters at this point. Uh, (laughs) I think I'm lost. Who's louder? (laughs) I'm going to refrain. I don't. I don't really care between these two. Yeah, uh, Candyman. I. It's a little bit '90s. You know, Texas is. It's so creepy. It's almost timeless. That it's '70s ish. But and Candyman was based all around like urban myths being really big at that time. It was one of those things. In 20 years, which movie are you going to have heard of? Yeah. 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 But Texas, I don't know. It's been twenty years. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we're, we're still talking about Candyman, <laughs> and we're talking truly independent film too. This was made yeah, just yeah. some people. Just it wasn't Hollywood production, and it you know it stood the test of time. Just you know, so we'll go Texas. So that leaves us Texas versus Elm Street. Uh, Freddy uh, versus uh, Leatherface. Yeah, Freddy, I'm going Freddy all the way, baby. I'm, I'm going to agree with Michael on that one. Uh, because what what's scarier is you can outrun a slasher, you cannot outrun. I mean, the dreams. ending of Texas Chainsaw Massacre is them outrunning. Yeah, Freddy. Once he gets you, I mean, you're, I mean if the chainsaw good. runs out of gas, you win. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the commercials. <laughs> and I like these, the point you guys made that you know Freddy kind of became such a character in his own right. You know, much more so than Leatherface ever did. So yeah, I, I'll go with Nightmare on that one. Freddy. Which actually, if you think about it, Freddy's one of the few characters that actually talked. Because Michael didn't talk. Um, yeah. Leatherface, Leatherface didn't talk. So it's his personality yeah. really yeah. drives yeah. the movie. That's a sadistic, sweet personality. <laughs> well, and not only that, but he had such a unique weapon. The glove. Yeah, the glove. I mean, you glove. know, it wasn't a machete or a knife or, you know, something common. Even the chainsaw. That glove, man, that was... How do you come up with that? Like, That's we're going to put a glove with knives on it. <laughs> so, well, and plus, even the origin story of Freddy is creepy as hell. Yep. Yeah, because yep. the furnace room, and yeah, he was he was the yeah, parents. He was a diddler. Like you had, <laughs> <laughs> but you had that realistic horror element into this crazy supernatural film. <laughs> we make it sound so fun. <laughs> I mean, you think about it, he was a diddler. Just... <laughs> well, that's a scary movie title. A diddler. There you go, Seth. Uh, coming 2016, just when you thought you were safe. Oh. The diddler. You're not going to root for that guy. Unlike oh, Freddy. He's out in the first round. <laughs> All right, so over to the creature bracket. We've got Predator versus Attack the Block. Predator. Attack the Block. I think Attack the Block's a better movie, but I, I wouldn't... I mean, Predator's a great one, too, so it, it's more iconic, for sure. Yeah, I think I like Attack the Block better, but, you know, it's you know it's more of a... Almost more of a sci-fi alien movie where, you know, Predator's really, like... It's a, oh. it's a creature that has its personality, so, yeah, much more of a creature film to me, so... Just be glad it wasn't Jean Van Clyde Dam. Yeah, uh, Jean... It never will be. Jean Van Claude Van Damme. And you know the funny thing? I've seen that test footage. I did too. And it's so it, bad. It, it actually, the Predator doesn't look like uh, a humanoid at all. It yeah. looks like a cricket. 
And it's like one of those fifty sci-fi. Yeah, and it had like bobbled on it, like it it was like a cricket with like a mantis head with claws, like lobster claws. So it wouldn't take off a mask. And Schwarzenegger has his iconic "You're one ugly mother," you know, line. So I want to go, yeah, yeah, Predator on that. So we get into this, the more I think there are so many movies left off of this list. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure we'll get to that. Ouch. Yeah, uh, you guys were referencing Jean-Claude Van Damme was supposed to be the original yeah. man in the yeah. outfit. So yeah. In case left. listeners didn't know that. Yeah, he got mad and left. <laughs> what a different world it would be. <laughs> yeah. I think it would be a different movie and it wouldn't be on this list, to be honest. He was supposed to be the Predator. Yeah, yeah, he was supposed to play the Predator. Out right. there in the he, jungle doing a split. Yeah, I was going to say Predator. Will. Stop doing split. The big disagreement and why he left because he thought that he was going to actually get to fight Arnold Schwarzenegger with martial right. arts. Well, plus he didn't like that it didn't show his face. Yeah, I'm sure like, that was He was, was part very of egotistical yeah. and was like pissed off. Well, a Predator that looks like John Glenn Van Damme just wouldn't be scary. I'm sorry. <laughs> It'd be a different kind of scary. The accent would throw me <laughs> off. It'd be like, "What part of I'm space are you from?" <laughs> <laughs> so we got Predator on that one, right? Yep. So now we have Jaws versus Nosferatu. Ooh, oh man, that's really don't even start the fight with Jaws. <laughs> but still, though, that black and white and that creepy dude. Yeah, I mean, that's like that's going to cause silence. <laughs> Nosferatu is creepier, and maybe you know. Maybe equally as important, but uh, yeah, I mean, Jaws is classic. It's one of the greatest what, movies what, ever made. When, so. when did Nosferatu come out? 1928? 1922, I believe. See, 22. I'll say, I was not. This is not from my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see that on theater? Jaws just kind of sticks with me a little bit more because of when it came out. I'm going to go with Jaws. Yeah, I, I agree with Seth on that one. I'll go Jaws. Yep. Changed the industry. Yeah. 32 movies went into the water. Four came out. <laughs> October 30th, 2015. We have four movies left. Like oh, wait, no, my bad. <laughs> Jaws versus Predator. Yeah, That's our last record. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I was already Jaws, skipping ahead because Jaws would just... Jaws, yeah, yeah. Jaws. Now, now I'm just imagining Jean-Claude Van Damme as Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, so I, that's our final I'm four. Like to take a bite out of you. <laughs> <laughs> we have Shaun of the Dead versus The Exorcist. Oh man, you know what? That one, that one is actually really tricky. But Exorcist, Exorcist. I think Exorcist. at some point we have to realize that when we're talking about horror movies, it's not necessarily about a good movie. And where we might think uh, the quality is in Shaun of the Dead, it's not a quintessential horror movie like The Exorcist. And even I will have to. But you got to give it give it props for. Yeah, getting yeah, this far. That's why we drug it along. <laughs> it, it was like the, uh, I don't know, the one college team from South Florida or something that got into the Final Four. And just, yeah. you know, I mean, I would watch Shaun of the Dead yeah. a million times more than i watch any of these movies. But that's not really what the bracket is. Yeah, I've seen The Exorcist probably twice. Right. I've seen Shaun of the Dead 20 times. Right. Yeah. But in, in, the, in, in the annals of horror, importance, you know, Exorcist is the number one. Pick if you're gonna me. watch The Exorcist like 20 times, something's wrong in your head. To be honest, like, <laughs> you know, like, that kind of gets that to the point. That means it didn't affect you, the right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're pretty much unanimous there, Exorcist. All right. No. That leaves Jaws versus Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, again, another creature that did not talk. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I. T- <laughs> you know what? See, the problem here is that you know. 
I mean, Jaws, again, one of the greatest movies ever, but, like, you know, Jaws is on TV all day long, and it's, you know, it's about the 4th of July weekend, you'll watch it in the middle of the day, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street, that's a movie you want to watch on Halloween, you know, that's like a, that's, yeah. you want to get in a dark room and watch, that's like a slasher. It's still scary. So, and then you don't yeah. want to go to bed, you bring <laughs> yeah. a pot of coffee, so what are we, you, yeah, so you what pat you the woman on the back and wink at her a few times, like, do you want to go to bed, but not go to bed? <laughs> I watch weird movies to get in a movie. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, di- that's a whole different Jordan's podcast. Jordan's like right in there. the face over there like, I tried it one time and didn't work. <laughs> I'm going to go with Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, Not see. because I love Freddy, but because that first movie hits so many of those things that scare you. Like, it just wasn't one thing. I mean, of course, it had to do with dreams, but... The different killings and scenes, there's always, you know, some kind of fear factor in everything that was shot in that first movie, at least to me anyway. Yeah, for me, Jaws is one of my favorite movies. I would pick it on any bracket whatsoever. But is it a better quote-unquote horror movie? I would say yes, but (laughs) again, I wouldn't argue Nightmare, so... If we could say Nightmare, I, right. I would be okay with that. All right, yeah. now the grand Freddy. finale. We need to get Robert England on the phone right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, what if he loses? Who is so we could go Nightmare on Elm Street or The Exorcist? Oh, now we're like, what happened to all those movies we just had? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I, I still think it's Freddy. I think the premise of that. Was incredible. I've got to go with The Exorcist because of just one scene that sticks to me so. Is it with the cross? Yes. Oh, man. That scene (laughs) was so horrific. The power of Christ compels you. (laughs) Not that. (laughs) No, no, no. There's always like boundaries. And. Yeah, that definitely crossed the line. When it came out, the fact that they did that. Yeah. I don't even know how they were able to do that. It wouldn't be in the movie today. Yeah. I don't There's no way in the world. Yeah. Just for that scene alone, I will actually concede to The Exorcist. I'm going to go with Exorcist 2, and I think it's because, you know, and again, these are all fantastical movies, but it, there's kind of a realism to that movie that's, mm-hmm. you know, they say it's based on a true story, but, you know, again, Nightmare, you know, it's like dreams, what's happening, it's all kind of yeah. How did they do that spider crawl? That's the question. Again, I'll go with Exorcist. Yeah, I agree. The demonic possession is more creepy than a guy with a glove in my dreams. Uh, That's not doesn't really sound that creepy when you say a guy with a glove. Could be Michael Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) The Exorcist. Yeah. Wow, there's a really bad joke in there, but I'm not going to go. But anyway, so. As a consensus, we can all agree the number one horror movie of all time is The Exorcist. How about that? In this group. <laughs> now, do we know how many sequels The Exorcist has had? There was only one. Wasn't there? Uh, there was like three or four. Well, The Exorcism of yada yada. That one yeah, it's definitely yeah. inspired a, a, yeah. a genre. There's so many exorcism movies, but now that we've we've picked the. Uh, Let's just say numero uno uh, in this round table here. What are some honorable mentions that really you would think that might have been able to have a puncher's chance? Yeah, because we were complaining a little bit about this list. I don't know if this is the almighty be-all list of horror movies. So surely between the six of us, we've got a lot of, of our favorites that weren't on this list. So let's go around, maybe make some recommendations for the listeners. What, what's some of your favorites that weren't on this list? I can't think of any. Well, Mike's got started up there. He's just, yeah, since you guys were like refer, uh, talking about Shaun of the Dead a lot, 
you gotta watch if, you, if you're a fan of Shaun of the Dead you gotta watch Dead Alive which is directed by Peter Jackson I don't know if it's the same Peter Jackson but it, it is directed by Peter Jackson and it's so freaking crazy I mean just let me read you the the damn thing here of it. <laughs> that's the movie that was the Sumatra, Sumatran rat monkey there's yes. like a virus what and that turns people into zombies. The only thing I remember is there a zombie baby and a lawnmower or something. That's, <laughs> that's, okay, that's the only one I that's the only scene I remember. Here's the best one. scene: is somewhat like they basically turn into they all turn into zombies, and there's this one guy that is a mommy's boy that has to save the day, and he like takes a freaking lawnmower to everybody. But there's this one scene where someone's guts fall out, and it's like primping in the mirror, like like trying to comb its hair back. <laughs> It's the most craziest out there like scene that I mean it's so over the top so it's right to me it's right up there with Shaun of the Dead. It's just gallons of blood oh, and, yeah, and, and just way over the top for a zombie movie for sure. It's from New Zealand, right? Uh, yeah, Peter, sure. Uh, Peter Jackson. Yeah. All right, Jordan. What do you got? I know I've got, got a, a list. huge list. So whatever, <laughs> whatever. Go ahead and throw one out. Well, You've got what, a big list. Whatever's not on your guys' list, I can cover. Yeah, you know what? I'll we'll eliminate a few here. I'm really surprised that I don't see anything on your your list. Stop looking at my list. Or uh, <laughs> or over here next to me, Cliff, or on the bracket, anything Evil Dead. I mean, but then yeah. you know, well, that's not yeah. a horror film. That and, oh uh, no, I think it is. Yeah, um, I mean, it deserved a spot on the bracket. I thought. Yeah. yeah. Much more than a few of those movies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, one that I think stuck out like a sore thumb is Rosemary's Baby not being. Like, I ah, thought of that too. Yeah, yeah. I Very. Mean, that's a classic. Yeah, and yeah. It still is it, creepy to watch. It is. It is. Yeah, I watched it a couple years the ago. Whole, the whole movie, and you know, I, that. In the ending. That list, again, we're, we're, again, the director of that film was he a diddler? Uh, yeah, he he wasn't allowed in the country for a while. Yeah, what's his name? I Roman, Roman. Okay, yeah, that diddler. Okay, that's you a should creepy start a website. <laughs> Do what did he? Um, another movie that I have to mention. Has anyone seen It Follows? That's one I want to see because it's at the top of a it. lot of lists. Right up there with Bob Babadook. It's I haven't seen Babadook, but this is a great movie. Um, the description is a young woman is followed by an unknown supernatural force after getting involved in a sexual encounter. Ooh. Basically, it is a sex, sexually transmitted it horror is. film. Yeah, I was about <laughs> like, to say, that sounds like a really good night ever in Athens, Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it could easily have been sent there. It, it, it's, I just saw it a few months ago, and it's really good. That's what I've heard. The tension is off the charts yeah. of like... Just that feeling something's following you. The mechanics of it are interesting. The way they try to solve the problem and it's well done. I, you know, I really don't want to say too much about it. I just recommend it. I want people to know about it. What do you got, Michael? Um, Why well, I have to mention, we haven't talked about Hellraisers, which I love. Yeah. The original Hellraiser one and two were really good. good. Uh, three not so much. Hell on Earth is pretty tight. It gets a little bit because the special effects weren't there yeah. yet. I don't like three because of the one monster is with CDs, and I thought that was very dumb. Like there was a CD monster that sent a bite. Well, to me, CDs were cutting edge at the time. <laughs> but I do really love four because it dwelled into the history of the box, and it actually had a, the history of the box, and it wrapped up the whole series as a whole. You know what's really sad is that I just like passed up on a box set which was Hellraiser three through like nine for like ten bucks the other day. And it doesn't have the first two. Screw it. Now that you say that, I'm 
four. I'm like, bummer, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to read this. There were nine of those? It's, well, it's like after, well, yeah, after four, it really goes off the rails, and it shouldn't even be called it Wasn't it like, didn't Marvel do like a comic series of it? Well, uh, maybe. Uh, no, some 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 company did. Pinhead the comic? Kind of like <laughs> a, a little bit watered down. Yeah, I think there was a Hellraiser series, but I can't remember who published it. Was it Dark Horse? I feel like it was like an off, like it was even more out there. Like one of those like now or... I was just remembering it like one of those hard R-rated movies that got turned yeah. into a comic that that was not... Like, the, the first Hellraiser is, is creepy as hell. Like, the yeah. whole freaking dude in the attic. Well, yeah, and how that woman... It's actually... It's, what's really sad is it's a romantic novella is what they... Because the, the, the woman seducing men to get that one man back. That was that one dude's brother. And it just, yeah... Turns into a really sick episode of Jerry Springer. But... <laughs> well, like... Four is, it's the year 2127, Pinhead, the evil Cenobite of the series, has found himself on board a space station in outer space, run by scientist Dr. Merchant. Dr. Merchant's mission is to close the gates of hell forever, because his ancestor, a toy maker in the 18th century, built the evil puzzle box that opened the gates to hell, and through the generations, the family of the bloodline has tried to stop it, but now Dr. Merchant has built the reverse box. The box that the will close box. the gate to hell instead of My ears perked up on the reverse <laughs> box right there. That could have been a better name for that. Yeah, I know. It could have been, yeah. But just because that, you know, tightly knitted the whole series together, I think it's a good one. I'll throw in one of my one of my favorites. I know it's on Jordan's list too. It's the 1986 remake of The Fly, starring yeah. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, yeah Jeff Goldblum movie. Uh, you know, it's took a very, very kind of cheesy, you know, 50s kind of creature flick. And uh, I, and I always, to my dying day, say Jeff Goldblum gives maybe the most underrated performance of all time in that movie. He's so amazing as he kind of goes through the. Spoiler alert, there's a fly involved. But uh, <laughs> he kind of goes through the ch- different stages and changes of the metamorphosis, and he's, he's absolutely amazing in that movie. It's disgusting. When he it's romantic. It's we- I mean, they had to cut scenes out of it because people were passing out in the theaters. It's so kind of weird and gross, but amazing movie. I love it. I would say that's the perfect example of a remake because it took you know a very classic 1950s movie. I'm sure in the 80s we were like, how dare you remake The Fly? But it... It upped the game and it had a reason for being because it wasn't the, the 50s movie was about atomic energy and science yeah, yeah. and don't mess with well, science product of its times yeah. so the 80s was more about disease we're right in the middle of the AIDS epidemic it was an allegory for AIDS epidemic or people read it as yeah, cancer but like yeah it, was, it, was, it has all these layers to it so it's great, great it was such a good film that when I was younger I didn't know there was one from the 1950s until Somebody mentioned, mentioned, I think maybe it was my grandma or something, like, oh, that's just hideous or whatnot. I said, what? And she goes, well, the 1950s one is so good and this, that. So I look it up and get a VHS tape that's in black and white, and I'm like, nah, dude, that wouldn't get it all, grandma. What are you talking about? Now, there are some remakes that are not as good as the original, like The Blob. Like, I remember the 80s Blob. Oh, like, yeah. I, I like it, but I, I think the original actually is better. A uh, movie I, I was going to say was uh, from 2008. I think it's Swedish. There's left the right one in. Yeah. And it's uh, really underrated. Well, I don't say underrated, I guess. Really unknown vampire movie. 
that's just great. It's a, this kid is getting bullied and he meets a young girl who turns out to, again, spoiler, she's a vampire. And it's got an incredible last scene, and it's wonderful. And I don't want to say too much more about it, but... Yeah, yeah I haven't even seen it yet. It is a must-see. This, this guy's giving me ideas. This one was remade in English. was Let Me In? Let Me In with Chloe Moretz. Right, right, right. And that was a decent movie, but I, I definitely preferred the original. Yeah, just, just the foreign language makes it creepy. Yeah. <laughs> How about uh, one of mine is uh, Children of the Corn. Oh. 84. Is that based on a Stephen King short story? Yeah, yeah. Which one? <laughs> I do have a question because I was, I was searching my memory banks and I had a file that was deleted. But there's a movie that I remember as a kid of these kids... Something, Something happens, happens to them on a school bus, bus. and I feel, I feel like they, they turn, turn into, like, zombies or something, and they start killing the adults. I just, I have a vague memory of it, because at first I was thinking it was Children of the Corn. I, I couldn't remember if I was mixing things up or not. Yeah, I think but I don't remember that. whatever it was, it was, uh, it creeped me out as a kid. We have 15 people in the room, and no, none of them know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, you sure this is not one of your new stories with so pro comics coming out? I'll get back to you on that one. Yeah. I remember a movie when I was really little, sitting on the couch, and I think our older brother was watching it. It was called, like, Dolls or the dolls or something was that a movie? I have the Puppet Master. The Puppet Master is great. Like dolls, it was like little porcelain dolls. I think it was a cheap version of Puppet Master. Yeah, yeah. But I remember my mom like she's like you shouldn't be watching this, but she was like every time something weird happened, she would like put something over my face. Just make me leave the room would be more efficient. I remember like yeah, like in the nineties there was Dark Castle Entertainment or something like that. They had a lot of they're the ones that did the what the Puppet Master. And, like, like that, that kind of was a franchise there, too, yeah. where it kind of went off the rails again from what the original one was. That first one is really, really there, good. There's a whole, so classic a whole 80s. industry of the 80s horror mm-hmm. movies. You put a good, you put a cool poster, a cool VCR box, you know, people would want to rent it. Yeah, so yeah. it's... And then there's one film that none of us mentioned, and it's something to do with, like, uh, people's fear of clowns. It. Mm-hmm. Pennywise. Yeah. Killer clowns from outer space. That too, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mentioned but, anything about that. But yeah, definitely it. it. Um, oh, yeah. Man, that was. That messes with you. Yeah, that one's. Yeah. yeah. You're like, am I going to get ill? We were the right age. That is one that does not hold the test of time. It was on TV the other day. Boy, is that overacted. Yeah. Buddy. That mole in John Boy's Oh, man. <laughs> we needed the killer clowns to come lop that thing off. I, I was, yeah, well, I was just going to say a couple more that I thought of. The, um, one, Silence of the Lambs. It's an Oscar winner. Maybe not your uh, regular horror movie. Maybe more of a thriller. But, it, but it's big up there. And... Another one that I recommend, it's, I don't know if it's still on Netflix, but The Cabin in the Woods. If you're a horror movie fan, it's kind of an ode to that. It may start out looking like any bunch of kids go to the Cabin in the Woods and, you know, melee ensues, but uh, it really has a twist ending that pays off and kind of pays homage to a lot of horror movies. Now, that one I saw in theaters... And the last, what, 20, 30 minutes, I just had a grin on my face. Oh, yeah. And I rewatched it, and it didn't hold up as well. I thought, I still liked the movie, but just the, 
the ending is so there. Yeah. yeah. The first yeah. time, when you, the way uh, Richard Jenkins and Bradley Whitford react to everything yeah. throughout the movie is great. To me, I like I know what you're talking about with that green because I had that on Freddy versus Jason. Yeah. My buddy uh, Jess Tilly was a huge. Uh, Friday the 13th fan. I'm Freddy all the way, so I'm just sitting there the whole movie just smiling from ear to ear, just loving every scene. Me? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, this is actually a, kind of a go-with-me-here one, but uh, as far as maybe not your classic horror movie, but definitely one of my cl- one of my favorites to watch around Halloween is actually The Burbs. Tom Hanks, <laughs> Carrie Fisher. Yes. yes. <laughs> I love this movie. As I mean, so I many scenes in this movie. How this movie did not become one of the classic 80s... It, no, no one, one talks, talks about it. it. Yeah, yeah it, I agree. It should be the I classic 80s comedy. It is the greatest 80s so, comedy ever made. I love it. Burbs Corey and Feldman. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I mean, yes. and, the, and the, my, my favorite scene is the one when the house blows up. And, and he, he slides down <laughs> the front porch. I'm blown up. Take me to the hospital. <laughs> no, I, I love Tom Hanks as an actor. I wish he would do more comedies. He's one of yes. the funniest people alive. I agree. And all he does are Oscar-winning dramas. How dare he? He should make more comedies. So comedy. overplayed. He Oscar for the birds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, since we're talking about suburbs... I gotta go. I want to talk more about the burbs. Let's go. We got <laughs> another half hour about the burbs. Yeah. Right. No, 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 no. no, no. Yeah, well, I was just thinking of Fr- the the Fright Night of the '80s, not the remake. Yeah, that scared that scared the shit out of me because at the very end of it, and of course I'm gonna give it away, but the guy's friend is a vampire and he jumps up. It's like one of those scary movies. He's like, Charlie. And it's so freaking creepy. Like I remember that scaring the crap out of me. I thought it was it is definitely eighties to the bone. And how the butler is like a werewolf and whatnot. Actually the fiance she liked that. She was like, That's a good movie. But then again you got the one with Colin Farrell and that's yeah, whatever. I see the little brothers over there are like chit chatting back. They're conspiring. Got anything? Uh went through Hellraiser a few others. I mentioned Jurassic Park, it's kind of a horror film, but then they integrate integrated kids and lost raptors and that kind of <laughs> that knocks it out of that. So the shark. Yeah, I thought the T Rex scene and all that was wild. What about the original screen? As a you know, from what the time it came out. Yeah, absolutely. That one, that one, for all those terrible '90s horror movies. Like, the, there That's were no horror the movies. Like, yeah. the 80s kind of ruined horror movies. There were so many of them, and they, they just kind of oversaturated the market. I think kind until of Scream. Back, yeah. And then the they're like... Cool young cast, yeah. and they kind of made, them, made horror movies popular again, I think. Uh, well, I mean, Hills Have Eyes, we didn't mention that. That one, and then, uh, what is the, the Last House on the Left? That one was a John Carpenter. Was that John Carpenter's, like, first... Uh, West, West Craven. West Craven. West Craven. And that one was what? It's, it's only a movie. It's <laughs> only a movie. And I'm like, it's, it's only a movie, <laughs> man. I'm cool, dude. <laughs> uh, what about Phantasm? That one. I don't know if it's really. I don't know if you consider that a horror movie, but it's really out there. Pet Cemetery. Yeah. With, That's I mean, classic. that has one of the good soundtracks of any movie yeah. of all time. Yeah. I don't want to be buried in a pet cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> 
So what, what else you got, got Jordan? Any uh, I I had a long list. I it was ridiculous, but I couldn't narrow it down. So I'll just I'll burn through a few. I would give recommendations. The one I don't really recommend, but it's the most recent one I saw. It's called Hell Baby. Does anyone know this one? Yeah, it's the guys who like uh, from the state in Reno 911. Oh, Tom Lennon and Robert mm-hmm. Ben Garant. They directed it. It's kind of a spoof on you know, Rosemary's Baby type thing, where that people move into a haunted house, crazy things happen. But it's a straight up comedy. It's ridiculous. It's silly, but it's got Keegan Michael Key in it, who I love, and uh, Ricky Lindholm is hilarious. So I, it's a terrible movie, but it made me laugh, so I put it on the list. I want to interject for a second because that reminds me of another horror movie. Um, I don't know the name of it, but it was where these pregnant moms were given this drug while they were pregnant, and when their babies were born, they were like demonic, like possessed babies that were like killing people. And there's like a whole series of them. I know. I know. I'm not the only one that's seen this movie. Dude, you took like some good stuff before you came on the show. I watched a lot of demented shit as a child. Uh, yeah, I'm like, I've never heard of this. I think it's like a 70s horror movie, the first one. And, like, it goes so far out there where there's an island of these, like, mutated babies. What in the world? <laughs> I don't know where he found them. I don't know. Call me Mr. Leftfield. Please continue, Mr. So another couple classics. I'm sure you guys, The Lost Boys. I had it on my list, but... You know. It's not really well, I the soundtrack, man. That yeah, that's the eighties. Like, <laughs> <laughs> All I gotta say is that Kiefer Sutherland's mullet. That's like that's oh, that deserves its own acting credit in that film. So we got the John Carpenter's The Thing, Ooh. Kurt Russell in the Arctic with a giant beard. That messed up the dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah the effects, man. That, that's. Uh, we've got. Uh, I, I call it a Christmas movie, but Gremlins. Yeah. Gremlins. Anyone ask my favorite Christmas movie, I always say Gremlins or Die Hard. Yeah. I might be weird, but... <laughs> so, yeah, I, I call Gremlins a Christmas movie, but, yeah, horror. It's kind of like a, a nightmare, or, um... A nightmare before Christmas? Yes. Yeah. Do you yeah. watch it on Halloween yeah, or do you Halloween watch it on Christmas? Christmas? I am. Which you always said <laughs> the end of Gremlins was something that always scared you as a child, correct? That's true. That's probably more than any movie. Like, I could watch Gremlins all the way through. Haha, it's funny. But that last voiceover where he goes, <laughs> if you're in the dark and something stops working, you know, maybe check it out. But it could be a Gremlin. And, like, I'd be like, could it? And, like, I, for weeks, I, I would turn every light going down the hallway if I had to go to the bathroom or something, flip the hall light on, bedroom light on, bathroom light on. I'm staying away from dark corners for weeks after I see Gremlins. Um, I think Michael and I have talked about this. Tucker and Dale versus oh, Evil. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Anyone seen that one? I haven't seen it. Oh, right. I haven't seen it yet. You now, must watch I am now. I am now. <laughs> It's uh, Alan Tudyk, Alan Tudyk and... Which we all saw that uh, about Booster Gold. Oh, yeah. 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 Yes. yeah. So, yeah, Alec, Alan Tudyk and Taylor Labine are kind of a... a they're a couple of rednecks who don't know they're in a horror movie. These teenagers go to camp in the woods, and they see these creepy rednecks. They're just there to fish. And they start dying through no fault of their own, and they don't realize they're in a horror movie. So it's these terrible, gross accidents start happening, and they don't know what's going on, but it's, it's a really funny movie. Uh, what's not a funny movie, uh, Funny Games. Uh, super disturbing. They remade that also. Yeah, yeah. So the, I, I, I don't think I saw the original, but I saw the English language remake. It was from the same director. 
Uh, it's just you know your perfect family, mom, dad, kid on like a vacation at a beach house, and these two preppy kids knock on the door. Yeah, yeah. And they just sit them down. And they're like, "We're gonna play a game," and it just was that original Swedish one. I th- it was yeah. Norwegian maybe. I-, I watched the original one with the subtitles. Ugh. So not to spoil it, but toward the end something happens that a lot of a lot of people just tune out right after that because there's a weird twist that people didn't like whatsoever that sort of breaks the fourth wall. You sort of realize you're watching a movie that turns it from just you know, torture porn into it's really a con. Why are you sitting watching this? Yeah. What what is entertaining about violence and like? The movie just hits you like, why am I watching this? This is I'm, am I a terrible person? Like, why do we like seeing violence on screen? And it's it's if you want to be disturbed and have some thoughts in your head. Well, I will say there is one movie I uh, that I watched that disturbed me where I actually had to change the channel, and that was it's not even a horror movie. It's kind of um, oh Scott, uh, what is his name? Joseph Lewis or. What's the movie called? I know. I'm so good. Um, Is anyone not, keeping score of how many movies Michael doesn't remember the name of? <laughs> <laughs> that no one else tends to remember. Like, what? Now, some of us came prepared, Michael. Yeah. We have, like, lists um, I didn't even know there was a list. Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Is that what you're trying Thank to say? Thank you. Okay. That's a kid from... Third Rock. Yeah, yeah, okay. He wasn't even close. I, know. <laughs> I still don't know where he's going with this. Yeah, well, anyway. <laughs> There was this, uh, it sounded like it was a sci-fi movie kind of thing, but it was present day, and these whole, these old high school buddies, or kids, kid, school kid friends meet up. Man, I'm totally rude. Why am I even on this podcast? Let me restart. These two adults meet up, and they were on the same baseball team as kids and went to the same school, and they both thought they were abducted by aliens as a kid. And the more... John Lithgow? Yeah. <laughs> I was on a TV show for years and years. The more, the more you find out is one of the guys ended up being like very nerdy later in life, and the other guy is kind of like a street thug. And then you come to find out that there was more disturbing things that went on from the childhood that was. Yep. It, it I, I love Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I've never heard of this movie. Yeah, yeah Jared has a man crush on Joseph Gordon-Levitt, yeah. and he doesn't know. I'm sure Seth will pull it up here in a second. I think of course, like, he's been in a lot of indie movies. Yeah, like, I think like 2008. Like, it's not a very old movie. Wow. But it's, it's it has a very disturbing scene in it where I like I had to turn the channel. So, ugh. what about? Uh, a Clockwork Orange. Oh. That's a creepy one. Yes! <laughs> My mom made me watch that movie. As a child, it disturbed me so bad. That's what's as it would a child. Me. As it would a child. That's what's wrong with me. Some ultra-violence, right? A little yeah. bit of Ludwig hey, van. Stanley Kubrick. Oh, man. Sorry, guys. We got a little overly excited there. Right, man. Only a few more on the list. I put The Host, the Korean monster movie. Bird. Anyone know that one? Oh, it's... It's it's a strange horror movie because so many monster movies, maybe the first hour goes by where they hint at a monster and you might. This movie, it's broad daylight in a park near a river, and a monster just climbs out and starts attacking. It's like you see it right off the bat. Like and the effects are really good. It's just it's just sort of throws you, but it's it's also kind of a family drama mixed in. There, there's there's a lot of stuff going on, so it's it's a good monster movie, but it's 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 good on a couple other levels too. And I just give it credit for being so different from the normal monster movie where everything's shadowy and dark. 
Um, another one I saw fairly recently, uh, VHS. Now, did you rewind that? I didn't. But it, the true horror, I didn't rewind. Isn't that like a group of a bunch of short films? Yeah, and when I watched it, I didn't know that. I didn't know anything about it. I just kind of heard the name that it got you know, a, a good reviews. I'm like, oh, I'll just watch this. And it starts out, it's, it's a couple thieves that have to break into a house and steal a VHS tape. And they go into a house, and there's hundreds and hundreds of tapes just piled up and a creepy dead body. So they start putting in the tapes to see which one they really need. And there's like five short films on the tape. So the first one, it's like a group of guys uh, bring a girl back to their hotel room. And she turns out to be a monster. And then there's a second film. And I'm like, I didn't know it was an anthology. So I'm like, is the girl from the first part coming back? Like, I was totally lost through half the movie. But when I clicked in, that is the movie for anything in my adult years that, like, left me kind of creeped out. So it's, again, it's there's five different filmmakers, short films. So the quality varies a little bit. But at the end of it, I was genuinely like, oh, that was creepy. And there's been a sequel since then. There's been a couple, I think, of, I don't know, varying qualities. I haven't seen any of the sequels. Now, is it going to be like DVD? Is the sequel to VHS? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think uh, LaserDisc was the, the laser disc. <laughs> laser disc. There you go. Betamax. Betamax is the sequel. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. No, horror. That's a, us that bought a Betamax player. Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> Now I remember, I remember seeing one of those at Rinks in the early '90s, and being born in '85, I was like, "What is that?" And they kind of showed me. I was like, oh, "Okay," but I remember the beta tape that they had in was Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, and I was I'll, like, "I'll be the proverbial Betamax owner." Uh, the quality was better than VHS. <laughs> Actually, I'm a little surprised by Jordan's list that, uh, knowing his love of the Sasquatch. Yeah, there's no there's no Yeti movie. There's no Harry and the Hendersons. There's there has no... never been a good Bigfoot movie. There really you go. Has. No, Lance Hendrickson has starred in about six Bigfoot movies straight to the Sci-Fi <laughs> Channel, and they're all terrible. Yeah. Okay, guys, that movie that I was referring to is called Mysterious Skin. Came out in 2004, and a teenage hustler and a young man obsessed with alien abductions cross paths together, discovering. A horrible, liberating truth. That sounds exactly uh, like the movie he described. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I heard that title, but I had no idea that's what the plot was. So, hmm. well, Apparently, they were on. baseball players. <laughs> that's kids. A very important plot. <laughs> all right, I got two more on the list. Uh, one is one of my favorite movies of all time, Cube. Yeah. Anyone know that one? Don't know it. I think a Canadian Cube. film. Yeah, it was no budget movie. It was filmed on like a 20 by 20 by 20 set. It was a room. They made a cube and they just lit it with different colored lights to make it look like other cubes. So it's basically a giant puzzle box. People just wake up. They have no idea why they're in it. They don't know what's going on, but some of the rooms are trapped. So there are laser beams and, and slicing blades and things like that. So it was made on no budget whatsoever with six actors and it's it's an incredible it's an incredible movie. And I do say like Cube is one of those movies that had sequels and a prequel to it that I think both hold up to the original one in the creepiest factor. I disagree. Strong. Well. <laughs> <laughs> now I remember we were watching Cube. I think maybe the first time I had rented Cube and we were sitting in the basement watching it, and I was so sucked in because. Yeah, there's these six people. They have no connection whatsoever. They have partial amnesia. They don't know why they were there, and it becomes very existential. Of like, who's in charge? What's going on? Why are we here? What's our purpose? And I, I remember our neighbor popped in, 
one the of the one of the neighbor that, kids that made you watch. Uh, no, different. Okay. No, no, this was way after that. So one of our neighbor pals popped in, watched the last ten minutes of it, totally ruining the experience. I'll have to say, and it ends. He's like, "Well, that was weird." I was like, "No, man, you don't get it. We're all in the cube." And, like I was trying to, like, I was trying to. Like, <laughs> so I was just trying to explain. He's like, "No, man, we're we're a, we're a bureaucracy with no one in charge, man. You're not getting it." And so, he's like, oh, that was weird. Can you now tell me how you felt after you watched The Matrix? Similar. Okay. <laughs> Similar. But one to, like, kick things. <laughs> Dodge bullets. Put on some sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> then last but not least, Jordan. Last but not least, the best horror movie of all time, the best movie of all time. Yeah. So Citizen Kane, no thanks. Casablanca. Get out of town. We're talking Tremors. <laughs> Tremors. This was on pretty much constant repeat in the low household growing up. Tremors. One day, Red Dawn the next. Yeah. Tremors. Back, back to Red Dawn. Yeah. Throwing Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles, I was going to say. That was the I rotation. Hear. That's my fiance, Tremors. She loves Tremors. Nice. And I was like... You picked well. Uh, <laughs> that's marriage material. Yeah. <laughs> I think, uh, what was it? There... I think she bought the box set. Or no, she's going to buy the box set, but it was missing Tremors 5. And I was like, what? And she goes, no, Tremors 5 is good. just came out a few yeah, weeks Jamie ago. Jamie Kennedy's. And I haven't she, seen it yet, but she's I'm She's like, it's pretty to. tight. And I was like, geez. It's kind of an homage to old you know, B, B creature movies. But yeah, it's an amazing cast, amazing movie. Well, man, time flies when you're having fun talking about horror movies. <laughs> I think this is going to be an extra long one. An extra long block of Kevin and Jordan on the rock. <laughs> Stay on in residual boulders. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's what I love about it. the heroes. They weren't Marines. They weren't scientists. They were handymen. It was two blue-collar dudes. Like, how many movies today are about just everyday people? They're all, you know, superstar. They're the rock or somebody, you know, yeah. ultra-capable. These are two dudes way over their head. And I was like, save us. They're like, I clean toilets for a living. Like, they, they, it's about ingenuity and saving the day. Making the tremor hit the freaking concrete wall and then going, There are you! Yeah. I remember that line forever, and I was like, Yes, I thought the same way of that stupid worm. So, yeah, that's my one of my top three movies of all time. So. Then you got the sequels, and we won't go there because that. Kind of I like water. the sequels too. We have, I uh, like the flying tremors. They're tight. They're tight. They're called graboids, they're not called tremors. Well, whatever. <laughs> uh,. Does anyone have their, like, I, I guess you call it along the lines of a horror, but, like, a cheesy horror movie that you really love that you should hate it for all the right reasons, but you actually love it? Swamp Thing. Wow. It's one I mentioned briefly earlier that I, I watched in college with somebody's Monkey Shines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like, I think a guy gets paralyzed or something, he gets, like, a helper monkey, but <laughs> the monkey is evil. And bad things are happening. It's completely stupid and messed up, but it was funny to watch. <laughs> do, you, do you have one? Anyone else? I, 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 I you <laughs> Every movie I've ever seen, I've already mentioned. Uh, yeah. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good <laughs> laugh, Bill Murray. Yeah. Uh, since we're all fans of superheroes, uh, has anyone seen? Tim Vigil's, uh, I think it's Tim Vigil, uh, Faust from the 90s. Mm-mm. It was like, it's very similar to Spawn, but it's it's got that whole cheese factor. It's, wow. I 
and bringing up a lot of obscure movies that no one yes. has seen. Yeah, yeah, man. Indeed. Well, that's the yeah, point. Hey. Yes. <laughs> that's the point to the, all of the listeners out there. You know, if there's something you haven't heard of, maybe sounds good, maybe have turned you on to something you'll really like. Or something you'll hate, or something you'll never watch. But hey, we tried. Well, I will yeah. tell you that Lost came before Spawn, and if you watch both of those movies, it seems like Spawn borrowed a lot from Lost. Uh, I'll keep that in mind. Oh, stirring the controversy at yeah. the end here. So, um, since we do have a couple new people tonight, we we have to ask the question that we ask all our guests: Transformers or GI Joe? I was actually wondering if we were going to go one podcast without talking about G.I. Joe. I thought we were going to set a new record. Not on my watch, buddy. The first buddy. podcast that doesn't talk about G.I. Joe. No, that is the standard. If you're on this podcast, you must answer the question. Some podcasts are Marvel or DC, <laughs> X-Men or Avengers, Superman or Batman. Not this podcast. Well, speaking for myself, I, I was never much of a Transformers fan, so I would get, definitely have to go more on the G.I. Joe side. Although... Really, G.I. Joe was more Jordan's thing. I, I, I mean, I like to play with G.I. Joe, but the first thing I was really big into was Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That was kind of my thing. My, Not a my choice. Group. <laughs> Not <laughs> a choice. That was your jam. But I, I'll have to go with G.I. Joe over Transformers. Yeah, yes. Well, what's the, like, I mean, obviously, G.I. Joe Transformers, what's, you know, next to Turtles from that era? Is mm. there one that was no, as not big? Not really. Not at that time, no, I don't think. No. So Turtles was... Turtles was Thunder, 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 yeah, Thundercast was earlier. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So Seth. Well, yeah. The let the suspense end. Uh, <laughs> I told him I wouldn't tell him until I was on air. Listeners demand yeah. to know. Six fifty-five on a Saturday morning. <laughs> I set the alarm. Got out of bed. Run to the living room. Get my bean bag and blanket and get in front of the nineteen-inch color television. Turn on the TV you because I could. TV? Yes. Could not miss. G.I. Joe at 7 a.m. on Saturday morning. Whenever there's trouble, G.I. Joe is there. Always oh, the man. odd man. Michael, yeah, Michael's a man alone with the Transformers. You're still alone. It's, it's so obvious what's better. I got all my lessons from that. Uh, I learned from Spirit. Uh, if you're on fire, do not run to water. Wind make fire bigger. Uh, thank you, Spirit. Now we know. And knowing is not battle. I'm sure you're talking about Apache Chief, right? I don't think so. (laughs) Oh, but, uh, yeah, I had the comics. I had probably the first 50 issues. Of course, Silent Interlude 21. I was in your store the other day. I was like, I'll flip through the G.I. Joe. It's like, I can't let him see me because I told him which one I like. Michael had had some questions on, like, about it the other day, and I was like, I want to answer. Uh... You know what? What's the best female? Uh, was it yeah. Scarlet or Lady, or Lady J? J. Or, yeah. You know what? You didn't mention Cover Girl. What? She drove the tank. Yeah, man. Oh. And she's pretty good looking. Too. I was wondering why uh, Baroness was not an yeah. option. Yeah. That's, well, that's, that's I was just talking about the Joes. I will say I did like the uh, pink-haired girl that was on the Renegades or whatever it was. She's pretty the Zartan. Dreadnoughts. Zartan's Dreadnoughts. Zatara. Yeah. 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 I honestly, yeah, I, I'd have to go with the Baroness over all of the, all of them. Uh, you know, as far as the good ones, I guess Scarlet, <laughs> but Baroness is the top. <laughs> and uh, favorite Cobra Commander version? Yeah. Well, I'll just t- tell you, and this will tie in with your team, your teams, your go teams. When I was playing with my action figures, yes, I had them like everyone else. 
My go team would be uh, Snake Eyes, Storm Shadow, Han Solo, Boba Fett, <laughs> and Cobra Commander with this dumb Donald Toboggan one like from the Cosby Kids. <laughs> and they'd go up against just, they were highly matched against C-3PO, Princess Leia, Walrus Man, Clutch, Grunt, Spirit, all the losers. Nobody, you know, the ones I had but didn't really want to play with, just wanted to crush in battle. Uh, yeah, the only time I didn't even like to see the Transformers get mixed in with my GI Joes in the crossover comics. I That's another like, podcast uh, right there. Were yeah, you a yeah. mixer of toys, yeah, or did you keep oh, your oh, universes separate? Yeah, I'm mixed with my Star Wars, but you know this this stuff where you get okay GI Joe comic and there's Transformers in it. You got your GI Joe and my Transformers. <laughs> you obviously were one of those kids when you know your peas couldn't touch your fries. Or... Uh, yes, well, that was always fries. a huge topic in the letter columns of GI Joe. Is fans demanding realism? Like, how realistic should it be? Because fans were like, you should cross over with Spider Man. You should cross over with this. And fans were like, no, we love the realism of it. Of well, and that was yeah. So that that was a big fan debate in the eighties. Was how realistic Joe should be. Cool, cool. What I I find interesting with G.I. Joe and Transformers is Cobra Commander and Starscream was voiced by the same guy and basically was the same character in each universe. Weird. I didn't know that. Give us some Cobra Commander, Logan, before we uh, we get out of here. I used to be a man. (laughs) It's not bad. Cobra Commander. Very nice. So, hey, it was very cool having all you guys Thanks here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> so, yeah, so this was really fun, fun little roundtable. We'll go no, around. I, I, do, I don't want to stop you unless, unless you guys really are out of time, but I thought you could, could play a quick game here. Oh. I have some horror movie questions for you. Oh, no. Here we oh, go. No. On so the this, spot. Uh, this won't, be, it won't be too hard. This was totally unplanned, yeah, everyone. Yeah. So. Oh, no. <laughs> This is live, or recorded live. (laughs) So here's how it's going to work. I'm going to read the synopsis of a horror movie. Is it one of Michael's synopsis? Oh, God! (laughs) Yeah, that would be be better. Uh, But I'll read a vague synopsis, perhaps, of a horror movie. And you guys buzz in. Just say your name to buzz in. And then then go ahead and answer. And somebody keep track of points here. That would be Mr. Lowe. Okay. Senior. <laughs> the first one. A chiller about an escaped maniac who returns to his Illinois hometown to continue continue his bloody rampage. Say your name. You buzz Jared says it's Halloween. Nineteen seventy eight Halloween. Yeah. You got one. Okay, next one. An actress calls upon Jesuit priests to try to end the demonic possession. Jordan. The Exorcist. 1973. Uh, Let's see. Quasi-federal agents hunt a man who can bend... Silence of the Lambs. Who can bend minds <laughs> and his daughter who can start fires by oh, staring. Michael. You can't answer. You're no, right. you're already <laughs> out, dude. I don't know. The rules are firmly established, Michael. I don't know what it is. Is it Firestarter? 1984. 
Drew Barrymore. Oh, I had such a crush on her. A writer goes mad while serving as a caretaker with his wife and clairvoyant son at a snowbound Colorado hotel. Go ahead. Logan, The Shining. Uh, 1980. All right. <clears throat> All right. Uh... A badly burned boogeyman. <laughs> Michael. <with> Nightmare <laughs> on Elm Street. <laughs> yeah. 1984. A doctor and his family move to a town near an ancient Indian burial ground. Michael. Logan. Got I think it. Michael got you, actually. Yeah, go ahead. Motorized. Nope. Pet Cemetery. Yep. 1989. Well done. Okay. Bitten by a rabid bat, a huge dog traps a main woman and her young My son. Kuja. Very safe. 1983. Kuja. What's the score at this point? We're Michael we 2, Logan Kuja? 2, everybody else with 1. Uh-oh. Yeah, we're going to have the final final battle here in just a second, it sounds like. A boy in a wheelchair stops a werewolf with his uncle Michael. and... Uh-oh. Uh, silver bullet. Yep. Oh man, he's taking away. That's why they call it Mike Tober. <laughs> yeah, Mike Tober in the building. An American diplomat and his wife learn that the child they adopted may be the son of Jordan, Satan. the Omen. Two thousand and six. Impaling a priest one that at a time. Remake. Oh, oh, so I was wrong. I didn't say the Omen remake. Parapsychologists with nuclear guns go into business ridding New York of poltergeists. Oh, Michael. Oh. Ghostbusters. 1984. Mike's got this, this landslide up here, guys. Somebody we gotta better, beat him, guys. We gotta beat him. Somebody better give him a run for his money. A woman and her sons move to a coastal California town full Jared of... Jared Lost Boys. That's right. <laughs> 1987. Okay. Halloween trick-or-treaters come face-to-face with three witch sisters from the past in Salem, Massachusetts. Cliff. Yep. Hocus Pocus. <laughs> 1993. Is that a Disney movie? That is. <laughs> I was going to say. There you go. He knew that. We can't, yeah, we have to mention G.I. Joe Transformers and Disney. Yeah, so all right. A suburban couple's little girl is drawn from her bedroom into a nightmarish... 1982. Michael's running away with it. Yeah, I think he's got us beat on this category. This will get him even further. Teen misfits befriend a suicidal newcomer and strike back at tormentors with witchcraft in Los Angeles. Jordan! Jordan. (laughs) (laughs) You knew it, you knew it. Uh, What was it, Michael? I think this is the ice... Yes, 1996. In skimpy uniforms. <laughs> Try to find something a little harder. It's not schoolgirl uniform. <laughs> Teens meet with horrible ends after a classmate's precognitive vision leads to their ejection oh. from a doomed airliner. Uh, huh. Jordan, final destination. <laughs> 2000. Wow. Well, uh, Mike's got us moved on that. He's got everybody beat by double here. A mogul offers guests money to stay in a haunted asylum. I don't know. That's... 
I was just talking to someone about this yesterday. I know what he's talking about, but I can't remember the name of it. You stumped everybody, and that might be... He might be getting so deep. That's the end of it. Wow. Thank you to Nathaniel Macy. Wow. (laughs) An FBI trainee seeks advice from a brilliant psychopathic prisoner to catch you. Silence of the Lambs. champ of the evening right here. <laughs> Institutionalized teenagers who share similar nightmares join forces. Nightmare on Elm Street 3 the Dream Warriors. <laughs> really? 1987. Oh my goodness. There's the winner, ladies and gentlemen. Give me one more here for bonus. Let's see if we can get this. Bonus. A string of mysterious killings terrorizes Seattle. Bella must choose between Edward and Jacob. Oh, I'm not answering my word. 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 I'm yeah, he's going to be our Will Wheaton of the group. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah, we we play a lot of games Will in my Wheaton. family and friends group. We meet monthly. With hey guys, friends. I just got someone's name right. Right? Yeah. 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 Right. Okay. <laughs> Although pointing it out loses a little of the steam. So <laughs> yeah. You're back to zero. <laughs> but anyway, I think you know a lot of people playing video games and stuff. Play online nowadays. Nobody gets together and does anything. That's one thing I like about what you guys are doing here. It's like everybody has to get in a room and talk and do something together. And you know, our family has always played tons of games. Michael knows that he's been subjected yes. years ago. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like Michael and I like a lot of like trivia games, things yeah. like that. But some of the people don't. You know, not everybody knows a lot of nothing knowledge that we have that is useless. You know. They want to play something else, so we got into uh, the new wave of indie board games and things like that. It's something to do together. But I thought I'd bring a Halloween-type game to talk about. Oh, yeah. Cliff's eyebrows are going through the roof right now. It's called Betrayal, a House on the Hill. And it's a cooperative game. It starts out as a tile game, and you everybody picks a character, and you let, you basically build a haunted house. And you kind of 
you know, there's it's a you know obviously a horror genre game, but you go through the haunted house and go from floor to floor. Each room you might find an item or some sort of you know horror type thing theme thing going on, and uh, occasionally you'll find an omen in a room and something bad might happen. And each time you find that, you have to roll some dice and find out whether you basically beat the evil spirits or whatever it is you're up against. And everyone's working together. You're basically just searching through this haunted house. But at one point, about halfway through the game, basically, you have collected so many omen cards that somebody can't roll higher than that number. And the horror theme is released. And at that point, one of the players becomes basically possessed or whatever the thing is and they try to kill everyone else michael is possessed what's new you can't name movies <laughs> but it has tons of replay value and because there's books with it that depending on who pulled what card in what room it, it, there's at least 50 different scenarios of what could happen and it's it's a lot of fun it's like you know, if anyone's searching it out again, the name is Betrayal at House on the Hill. It's made by Wizards of the Coast who make Dungeons and Dragons and uh, Hasbro has something to do with it also. You can get it on Amazon for like 30 bucks. But it's a lot of fun. And Michael, you know, if you're up at Halloween tomorrow night, you're going to be step playing along with everybody else. <laughs> oh, Sounds like it. So how many players does it uh, require? Three to six. Three to should six. be 12. Years or older, but you know, Sit we're playing, playing time one hour, one so hour, as much work in this and D and D. It's not yeah. Monopoly yeah. 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 or yeah. Trivia that, Pursuit. That yeah, I like to bring to some of the games we play, where it may be just a board game that you're moving some pieces around. We like to put a role play element into it. Like when we played this before, you know, you have certain characters, you have your little guy, and you put them on the tile and go from room to room. But well, we had. One time we played one of the people, person, we, we tried to come up with a reason why we went in this house. Uh, we had like a couple people, and were a couple, and the other person was the realtor showing in the house. <laughs> and it happened to work out that as the realtor was going through the house, nothing was happening in any of the rooms she went in. But the rest of us were getting attacked by evil spirits <laughs> and everything. And it, it just played out like a real horror movie, it was, and it was a lot of laughs. Very good. But yeah, highly recommend. I think that's one thing this podcast has started to become about. It's not just things we like or whatever, but it, you know, there, there's so many different things out there that, yeah, I was listening to a podcast earlier today, this morning. There are other um, podcasts? Yeah. Believe it or not. Weird. And this one, this one actually, speaking of Will Wheaton, had an interview with Will Wheaton and, and Will was talking about, you know, when it comes to, nerd culture, nerds, whatever you want to call it. Being a nerd is not about what you love. Being a nerd is about how you love it. And I think that's what we're doing, at least attempting to do. You know, anyone overly, I I hate to say obsessed, but if you're really into something, you're just nerding out. Yeah, I think you can be a nerd about sports, you know, if you, you know, crunching statistics oh. and fantasy football is Dungeons and Dragons yeah. for for jocks. For jocks. So yeah, anything, movie, you could be a real movie lover. You can be a nerd about movies and what, you know, any it doesn't require sci-fi fantasy, you know. Yeah, like I I totally agree. Cool. Um talking about that board game, a real quick short story as when my wife and I were first started dating, she obviously does not watch horror movies, anyone that knows her. But she told me when we were dating that if it had someone that was in a comedy, she could watch a horror. 
So I killed that right out the box. We went and watched 13 Ghosts. I think it, I think that's what it was called, 13 Ghosts. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, probably not. <laughs> but yeah. but it, it, it was very gory, and there was this one scene where this glass door just slides right down the middle of a guy, and you just see the guy sliding down the door. And, like, I completely... Like, she watched maybe a fourth of the movie, and I never, ever got, through, got her to watch a horror <laughs> movie again. It had the uh, taxi cab driver from Wings, and <laughs> this is going, like, way off the rails. Mike has gone into a different uh, different dimension. Well, I was just, this board game was, yeah, that, that guy. And it also had the guy that is the voice of Shaggy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if I had, if I, 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 had, I don't know where we're going here. You know, if I had one movie to impress a new girlfriend, man, that's not that it. Was, that would not be the one I picked. Oh, you like one with famous people? <laughs> the taxi driver from Wings. Well, no, they were both. They were both comedic actors at the time and did a lot of goofy stuff. So. Um, Awesome. <laughs> Obviously, it's time to end this podcast. Happy Halloween, everyone. All right. Good night, guys. Bye-bye. Thanks a lot. Peace out.